Good Sunday morning to you guys for love. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful, beautiful 4th of July Sunday. I am so excited that you decided to join the broadcast on this morning. And we have a special guest on today, missionary evangelist lasagna booker is going to be speaking on today but before she speak we had a wonderful conversation that i'm gonna let you end on please keep it locked as you enjoy your family as you enjoy your barbecue don't switch this podcast but keep it locked stay with us and i promise you you will enjoy Hello, God's beloved. This is I Have a Ministry with an I Love Moment. It's positive. It's inspirational. It's uplifting. And yes, the I is intentional. It is an intentional love moment here. Missionary Lasagna Booker. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for saying yes to being on the broadcast today. It's so good having you here. I mean, I am just excited. I'm excited too. <laughs> you know, I just love following you and following your page on Facebook, reading your posts. You are always so inspirational and encouraging and just full of scripture. And you know, every now and then you preach. I mean, you preach your little heart out in a written post. <laughs> on right on Facebook. Right on Facebook. <laughs> Well, I always ask the Lord what to say, because you have to be led by the Lord, I tell you, else you'll get in self, and you start minimizing or maximizing something, I tell you. Okay, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Evangelist, why don't you introduce yourself and tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself? Oh, well, uh, my name is Lasagna Goffin. my maiden name is Lasagna Booker. Uh-huh. I live here in Warren, Arkansas. I I have two children, Lamar Booker and uh, Legerian. They're 17 years apart, and both Ooh. of them were given to me by God. And I am so thankful for them being in my life. They have helped me to to grow as I walk this Christian walk. Praise God. Uh, I the baptism of the Holy Ghost when I was in the seventh grade yeah. at a t- revival. Oh, praise God. And it was just so profound. It's just different. You know, a lot of times I hear people say that they uh, have to go through a process, but God changed me immediately that day. See. And somewhere along the road, I got off track and I started back to do, getting back into my old ways because when I was a little girl growing up, I had some mean little ways. I got in trouble all the time in school. <laughs> and I would cuss the teacher out. Yeah. And <laughs> I would get suspended from school. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, that day that I got saved in the See. seventh grade, I went to school the next day and I respected my teachers and I mm. did what they told me to do. And then wow. I can remember uh, Wanda 
when they came to Arkansas back when I was about the ninth grade, I, I rededicated myself to the Lord again. And, uh, you know, we always went to church mm-hmm. and, and it was just, it was just a, a wonderful experience. <laughs> you saying you, when we came to Arkansas, because we would come there like summertime. And I believe that particular time you were in the 10th grade, I believe. Oh, exactly. I remember. And, yeah. You mm-hmm. were in the you and then after you came Merlin came right but right we all on fire for God mm-hmm. I mean we had uh just rows of people right guys that were interested in us that would come and get on the altar because, and, 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 and try to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost <laughs> uh and uh it was just a wonderful time and mm-hmm. I can also remember when we were growing up that how uh we would walk to each other's house, See. pick up each other, mm-hmm. and go to prayer. Mm-hmm. 12 o'clock prayer, maybe 2 o'clock prayer, I can't remember what time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and to this day, this is something I love. I love prayer. Right. I love prayer service. This is just a part of me, because that's our connection to God, is, right. is to pray. And then at a young age, you had gotten saved, and after you gotten saved, you know, the Lord changed you immediately. You know, everybody may not have that experience, but it's just a blessing that God used you in that way. And, you know, it's just a testimony to let you know that once you give your life to Christ, there is a turnaround that can happen, a true turnaround, a true sanctification, a true living for God, and, you know, at a young age, and it is possible to... Oh, yes. It mm-hmm. is possible. I think about the scripture. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And if we just keep our focus, right. even in this life that we live in today, he could he could change us. But yeah. we have to want to change. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, we hear a lot of sermons about how God can make us rich. But he oh. also can cleanse us up. He could, he could he could supply that need if we have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness we can be filled remind me of my grandmother what she always used to say and or what she does say because she's still living and still strong today but Man. she says she said the holy ghost will keep you he's a keeper if you want to be kept and that That's is it. true that is the truth mm-hmm. Listen, I am so enjoying our conversation and I'm not going to continue to go on and on and on and we could, but I'm believing that people are so excited about the word that is getting ready to come forth. I know I am. So let's now just get straight to the word. Great introduction. Now let us go to the word. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Truly, it's a blessing to speak to God's people. When I first received the message to speak, the first thing came across my mind is to say yes immediately because I love talking about the Lord and His goodness. But most of the time, God always tells me to do a lot of correction. And I said, well, Lord, what I, if I'm correcting, people usually don't receive correction as encouraging words. And then God spoke to me and he said, encourage my disciples. Truly, it's a blessing to be God's disciple. Whenever you're a disciple for the Lord, we know as disciples, we have to endure persecution. And one of the things that God told me to tell his 
his disciples is to not to be weary in well-doing because you will reap a harvest if you faint not. Keep on working in God's vineyard regardless of the obstacles that you may face because oftentimes God may put us in situations where we are not liked, where we look down upon, where we are talked about, but yet and still, we have to stand firm in the faith and love them in spite of. The Bible says to pray for those that despitefully use us. We are to pray for those. A lot of times in this day and hour, we are taught otherwise to cut people off when they do us wrong. Let your haters hate. This is some of the terminology we often hear coming across our pulpits, but that's not of God. When Jesus died on the cross, he said, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And this is what we have to do as women and men of God. We have to say, Lord, forgive them. Yes, they're punishing us. Yes, they're treating us wrong. Yes, they're talking about us. And none of them has done us like Jesus was done. But nevertheless, we got to stand firm in the faith and believe God. Because in God's word, he said, It's my will that no man shall perish, but all come to repentance. We have to keep that in our minds. We have to understand that God is merciful. So since God is merciful, we have to be merciful. The Bible tells us, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So we have to show godly character at all aspects of our lives. Even when we're at the grocery store and the clerk treats us wrong. Even when we're on the highway and somebody flips us off. We still have to show godly character. The Bible says, let your light shine before men so they can see your good works. And our good works is developing every day because we are full of the Holy Spirit. And when you're full of the Holy Spirit, you have the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, long-suffering. We have all those fruit. We have that fruit in us each and every day. And we could do as God says. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So if it's walking upright, I could do it. If it's going to places where I know that I'm not liked, where I know that I'm not approved of, then I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Because the Bible says in Christ, I'm a new creature. Behold, old things are passed away and all things become new. We are new with God every day. Remember, we're out here in this battlefield and the word of God says he sent his disciples and we are disciples as sheep among wolves. 
But who is our shepherd? Jesus is our shepherd. So he going to guide us away from the wolves. He going to lead us away from the wolves. So we can rest assured we don't have to worry. We don't have to fret. Because we know that God is our protector. How good and pleasant it is for brethren and sisters to dwell together in unity. Thank God for this opportunity. I hope this word encouraged the disciples. Don't give up. Don't go in the ship and be down in the bed, get in the belly of the whale because you don't want to talk to the people in Nineveh. It's all right. God got you. He going to help you. Just show God's love and his mercy every day. Thank God. And I pray for laborers this day and this hour. Lord, I thank you for the laborers and those that are out in the field working for you. I pray their strength. I pray that you strengthen them like never before. Give, encourage their hearts. Let them know that you love them. Let them know that that harvest is important to you. And Lord, as you give us strength, we will not give up on the people that you have assigned us to. Thank God and amen. Listen, I know you enjoyed that message coming from Evangelist Lasagna Booker. It was such a blessed word. Now, if you want to be a disciple, the disciple that she was talking about, meaning if you want to be a follower of Jesus Christ, all you have to do is give your life to him. Repent of your sin, ask him to forgive you, and begin to live this life of salvation, having that relationship with our Father, which is in heaven. Now, accepting Jesus in your life is not a hard thing. All you have to do is just speak to him like you was talking to one of your friends, one of your family members, and let him know that you desire to live for him. You desire for him to come into your heart and you desire to change your life around and begin to make him Lord of your life. Go ahead and have that conversation with him. And as you are doing that, let us continue with the conversation that I had with Evangelist Lasagna Booker. Come on, listen in. I really enjoyed the word of God that you brought forth. I mean, it was so encouraging talking about God's disciple, encouraging God's disciple, you know, and who essentially are the followers of Christ. And, you know, I love the fact that you also spoke on how God's disciples are to govern themselves as we encounter difficult people, as we encounter people who are not pleasant or use their tongue to slander and smear our character. You know, I, I really enjoyed that message because it was so important. Yes. Talked also about that we are not always so quickly to just cut people off and throw them to the side, but we are to love in spite of. 
Oh, yes. And that's the foundation of us being disciples is to love. And like you said, in spite of it, I always, when, whenever I encounter uh, people that are difficult, I always see Jesus hanging on the cross and mm. he said, forgive them for they know not what they do. And that's the way we have to do uh, in this in this world today, because you know, I, I, I believe it's a scripture in the Bible said that people love will wax cold, and mm. we as Christians we should never let our love wax cold for the most worst person we think, because God saved Paul, See. and he was a murderer of Christians, so he could save some of these difficult people that we're living with, mm -hmm. that we deal with every day. Absolutely. We just have to put our faith and trust in him for people to be saved because his word says it's his will that no man shall perish, mm -hmm. but all come to repentance. Absolutely. Do you think that there is ever a time where we should part ways or put some distance between ourselves and someone who means us harm? Oh, yes. Some scriptures in the Bible. And I have did research on it because I said, Lord, who do we supposed to, <laughs> you know, cut ourselves off from? Right. And I, I can't think of those scriptures right off of my head. But in Second Timothy, I believe around about the first through the fourth chapter, mm -hmm. it'll tell you that people have a form of godliness, mm -hmm. but deny the power. Okay. And, and that's where they're still being envious and they're still being still have grudges against mm -hmm. uh, against people he said stay away from this kind of people people who don't want to change and a lot of times those type of people be in the church because they're saying that they love god but you see no change in their character right. you cannot be saved for umpteen number of years <laughs> and your character does not change <laughs> you you have to go back to that place where you first said that you met with God and mm -hmm. asked him, Lord, plant that seed in me again because I need your seed to be growing as I develop and as I go through this process. Right. And then so uh, on another, it's another uh, script in the Bible where it tells us that if you have an ought, but this is not with sinners now, mm -hmm. if you have an ought against your sister and brother, it tells you to go to them and to them alone the first time. Right. Then you go back and you bring some old people with you. Mm -hmm. And he said, if they still uh, don't convert or forgive or mm -hmm. don't want to change, you are to treat them as a taxpayer. Mm -hmm. So that's another instance, instance, right. instance where you need to remove yourself from that particular person. But it's not the center man. Right, right, if right. They, if, they, if they are sinners, our goal is to grab them out the depths of hell. Come but on it's now. the people that are saying that they have been converted. Right, right. And they're not changing. Mm, wow, wow. That was I've so been studying good. that for about two or three <laughs> years now. That is and, good. Uh, I, and this is, this is how God told me to handle it, Sister Austin. He said, this is how you to handle it. Because I said, Lord, this is so much. How do I disconnect from all the people that does this, that do these type of things? He said, let your light shine. Mm. And so when people, when you let your light shine, if people want to remain in the darkness, mm -hmm. they're not going to come toward the light. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, darkness do not love the light at all. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> oh my goodness and anything that come into the light especially when it comes to Jesus you know Jesus expels the darkness so if you're going to hang around me you know, if you're not going to be converting me it's either one of us going to convert the other and I'm the one who's going to be the converting and change you're going to have to change you be around me Hallelujah. Amen. and if they ain't ready Amen. to do that they're going to stay away I guess that's it <laughs> praise <Yeah>. God <laughs> so good so good you know, you also spoke about as disciples, we are going to have to endure persecution. And I know back in the day, during the time of my grandmother's era, we heard it a lot, you know, about saints enduring persecution, about the saints going through trials and tribulations. And talking about that and listening to those sermons and about hardships and things like that, you know, that encouraged the body of Christ. And we don't hear much of that today. Do you think that this is still an important message for the people of God to know about? Or is this a topic that is antiquated or old fogey or back in the day? Why or why not? Or do you think this is something that we still should be preaching about and talking about? This is something that we should continue because that is like you said, that encourages you to help you see that we're going to go through different things mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to always be an easy road because if you make it appear to be an easy road, you're not going to be able to encourage the people to be disciples because we are we become disciples and we teach others how to be disciples. Mm -hmm. And I can't go and tell people something false truth or half truth and tell them, okay, God gonna make everything all right. Mm -hmm. Because everything is based on God's will. Jesus died on the cross. Paul died. Peter was persecuted. They endured persecution, but you have to teach people. Just like you tell your son when they're playing, you're, I'm thinking about your grandson, he plays mm -hmm. football. Right. When he plays offense or defense, you don't tell him to run away from the people that's trying <laughs> to attack him. You have to dodge and move and, you know, to get to the other side. Right. You, know, you, 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 you give them a strategy. And that's right. what we need. So we, need good. we need a strategy. We need a strategy if we're going to, to help others come to Christ. And it can't be, we, we can't be weak. Mm -hmm. and we have to be strong and have a strong mindset mm -hmm. to, to have these people out. Because this is what it's all about. It's, it's about us winning souls. You remember back in the day when we were growing up, that's what they taught us. Right. To win souls for Christ. Absolutely. And now, this is my uh, stance on it, Sister Wanda, is that prosperity mm -hmm. has taken over the message Come on now. of being a true disciple. Well, you know, that's what I was going to say. You know, people love to hear about self-promoting, making it on top, thriving in the marketplace and things of that nature. And I'm wondering, are we losing people by the wayside in their relationship with God and the pursuit of the things of God, especially if this is uh, the primary focus and it's not, you know, taught and balanced? Right. And see, they did, back in the day, they did teach it in balance. They, We paid our tithes and offering, and they told us that God was going to open up the windows see, of heaven right. and pour us out of the blessing. But yet still, they the main topic, the main Come focus on. was winning souls. See, mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, I, I, again, I said, we have to get back to teaching people that that's what our purpose is. Mm -hmm. Because it's, the Bible tells us 
in, uh, I think it's around Matthew, the 13th chapter, and this is what I believe is choking out the word. Mm -hmm. The deceitfulness of wealth chokes out the word. Mm -hmm. And so even when we see some a person riding around in a Rolls Royce, mm -hmm. we say, oh, they blessed. Mm -hmm. But does that necessarily mean they blessed when you look at the Beatitudes? <laughs> right, right, right. Absolutely. You know? Or if they have a five-story house. Oh, they're so blessed. Mm -hmm. They could be having all those things and something happen and they leave this world and we don't want anybody to die and go to hell. Absolutely but there's not. something else that we don't talk about as much. That's true. There is a hell. Mm -hmm. And I know they make it sound like we all just going to walk up there and uh, that's just debate. That's all we need to do. But it's not going to be like that. God is going to judge us by the works that we're doing. Mm -hmm. He's going to judge us in everything that we say, everything he do, because he keeping that book. None but the righteous right. shall see God. Absolutely. And, of course, we all know that righteousness means that you're in right standing with God. Right. So I cannot be in right standing with God and still falling and still sinning every day. And habitually sinning, right? <laughs> and that's the thing. <laughs> And that's the thing. And nobody is advocating that everybody is perfect. But if you're habitually sinning, there is a change that happened in our life. When you receive the Holy Ghost, when you receive God's Spirit, when you become saved, you just don't have the desire to do the things that the world does and other people yes. does. And that Amen. is against God. You don't want to hurt God. So if this is something, you know, you, you sin, and I'm not going to even say you make a mistake, and you may maybe somebody do do something mistakenly. But when you sin and you have the heart of God, you're going to grieve over that thing. You're going to be sorry yes. about that. And that is something that you're not going to continue to do. That's a character flaw that you're going to work out in your flesh and you're going to um, overcome that. You're not going to continue to do this. And this is not going to be a habitual thing that you do and think you okay with it. So yeah, you are so right about that. And you know what has I believe that is hurting people so they do not have the Holy Ghost. Uh -huh. Because if you have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will convict you. Right. You know, it, I know a lot of times we think it's good for speaking in tongues, mm -hmm. dancing, mm -hmm. and all that is good. But the Holy Ghost is not going to allow you to keep on sinning. Come on now. Absolutely. And if I do something to you or anyone else, the Holy Ghost is going to say, now you're going to have to go and apologize. See there? Absolutely. It, 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 it's going to not let me keep on treating you wrong. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it, people just don't have to, you have to have the Holy Ghost in order to to, to develop that character yes. that God wants you to have. Absolutely. And, and I hear sometimes people say, well, I don't listen to the, the Holy Ghost all the time. But we must listen to the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Because... Because you, you, we don't want to grieve the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, some people think of them as the Holy Ghost is just this it or this thing or whatever like that. And you and I mm -hmm. know, we know that he is a personable person, person, personable God. And he is a person, you know, the person of the Holy Ghost. So mm -hmm. when we think of it, you know, and he has a personality and he has feeling, he can be grieved, he can be hurt. And, you know, if we think about 
things like that, when we begin to act out uh, the way we are being in our lives and our salvation and listen to the Holy Ghost, we wouldn't want to hurt him. We wouldn't want to disappoint him, especially if you have that relationship with God, you know, his spirit. You wouldn't want to grieve his spirit, you know, that way. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I just think about that scripture. If you love me, oh. you'll keep my commandments. A lot of times we know that God love us, mm-hmm. but the question may be, do I love God? See there. Oh, that is so good. And that is a wonderful place for us to close. <laughs> do <laughs> you love God? That is such a profound question. And we want to find ourselves loving on God and having that relationship with God and drawing nearer and closer to him because that is his desire for our heart. I really enjoyed your message. I enjoyed our conversation together. I mean, this has been just a great fellowship with you. Why don't you um, tell the people how they can get in contact with you if they want to ask you questions, if they just want to contact you for anything, how can they contact you? By Facebook, Instagram? Are you on, you know, I know you're on Facebook at any other way that you want to give your information out for them to contact you. Uh, yes, I am on Facebook, uh, Lasagna Booker. If you want to look me up and I don't mind you giving me a call, 870-466-2695. Now, you know, people hardly ever give out their number. Now, this is a true missionary who really want to help you. She she gave out her number, y'all. We don't hardly hear that these days. So she's serious about that. And if you need to talk to her and you see how anointed she is, full of the word of God, if you have any questions, if you want to speak with her, if you and she's a prayer warrior, if you want her to pray for you, get in contact with her on Facebook and by that number she just gave you. Praise God. Sonia, why don't you pray us out? Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your everlasting love. We thank you for how you shed your blood on Calvary. Lord, we ask you to continue to bless Evangelist Wanda's ministry like never before. God, you put your hands of protection around her family, around her grandson. We thank you for all the things that you're doing in our life, God. We ask you for strength. God, we ask you for strength to be a great disciple for you, God. And everything that we do and we say, we do it for your glory and for your honor. Lord, the things that our children are going to do and our grandchildren are going to do, they're going to to do it for your glory yes, and for your honor god yes, these god. things we ask in your name thank god and amen amen and amen now if you have any questions about this broadcast you can contact me at ava ministry wa at gmail.com that's a-h-a-v-a-h ministry w-a at gmail.com now may the peace of god be with you always Rest in Jesus.